This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. And welcome to Leilene Kerry Vasha and Tiana Joy 94.9. Joined live in the studio tonight by the amazing Alu Hogg, who we'll be talking to very shortly. Send us an SMS on 0427 Joy 949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. We want to know what you think about a same sex marriage referendum. Yes, we also want to know what you think about the rally. Are you going? We need to get support out there, people. We do need to get support out there. You know? It's a very important thing. It is. And it's also really important for community to come together. Yes, the whole community, the broader community. Are you going in a dirty place again, <laughs> Tian? Just a tad. Mm. Uh, what else have we got coming up tonight, Barsha? Well, yes, well, we do, as you mentioned earlier, have Ellie Hogg. So she's the LGBT activist and campaigner for same-sex marriage and gay rights. And hopefully we're going to talk about life in your early 20s versus your late 20s. Hopefully. We hopefully. hope to get it. We always hope to get to these things, but sometimes we just don't get there, do we? Yeah, that's why I've got articles that I've not mentioned because we're never going to get to those anyway. <laughs> and, of course, the Melbourne events listing for this weekend. <laughs> It's going to be a busy weekend, which I'm really excited about, so that's good. You're keeping us busy lately. I do keep you busy lately. Now, we've got an interesting article that I came across this week. Hmm. Would you like to talk about that? Yes, so you saw it in Same Same, I believe. I did. I was having a little bit of a Google R, and uh, Same Same, of course, one of my favourite websites, and I did uh, happen upon this article. Yes. It's titled, Bride Passes Bouquet to Lesbian Sister. Mm-hmm. Now, as we know, traditionally at the wedding, the bride throws the bouquet at a waiting group of females in hopes to hit one of them, and one of them will, traditionally speaking, supposedly get married after that. It's like no, a- they usually like it's sort of like a scrum. They sort of go in and go for the dive. I was always one of those people that hung out the back because yeah, they would seriously go in to grab that thing. I, I have a really dirty mind this evening, so we have to be careful <laughs> oh, with the no. content here. Uh, what the hell is a scrum, by the way? Rugby. Right, okay. You know, yeah. when they get all together and then they're passing the ball and they're, yeah, okay. Yeah, I won't even text Flame Rugby to you because if I tell you more, you'll really get into a dirty mind. The interesting <laughs> thing that we should mention as well is next week we're going to be talking to the Northside Raiders gridiron, ladies gridiron team. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? It so is. We'll be talking to the coach and hopefully one of the lovely ladies from their troop about gridiron. So back to this article, please, because you did digress. I d- but I do that. I know. Yes. So Now, it, it's very interesting, uh, and I'll read directly from the article because <laughs> reading directly from the article is just what I do, and it sounded good the way they put it. All right, good. Yeah. Go for it. Last weekend, Natasha Frosch and Tony Frisian, really, anyway, got married, but instead of the bride doing her traditional bouquet toss, Natasha took a moment out of her wedding day to advocate for marriage equality. She urged attendees to help make same-sex marriage legal and recognise her lesbian sister's union, which is still not legal in Minnesota. Yeah, by the way, this is a US article, so that's, you know, story about the US couple, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Natasha announced that she would be passing the bouquet to her sister, Natara. Isn't that a lovely name? It is a nice name. Mm. And her wife, Tabitha. Nice, yes. Mm. Who held a commitment ceremony seven years ago and have three beautiful children together. Cue the, ah. There we go. That's lovely. Three of us doing it at the same time. 
bit awkward. <laughs> now, of course, they, they had this commitment, Sarah, the three children, and their union is still not recognised in the state in which they live. The Minnesota marriage equality debate is happening right now with the state Senate committee advancing a bill to the Senate floor for a full vote. Mm-hmm. So lovely sister Natasha wanted to say, what I wanted to do was give them the bouquet in hopes that Minnesota lawmakers will actually recognise the right for everyone to marry in Minnesota said Natasha as she handed the bouquet to her nieces and nephews, which is really cute. Little people running around, tiny dresses. Anyway, they're married, but we want them to be legally recognised. So I encourage everyone to contact their lawmakers and let them know that this is really important for families in Minnesota like ours. What a beautiful way to raise awareness and support for your family at the blah, 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 blah. Yes, I did watch the video. It was very cute. It was very nice. And they did look like a beautiful family. They did, didn't they? And it's it's sad that their marriage is not acknowledged. It is sad. It is. And yes. It's sad for a lot of people. It is. But not France and New Zealand. Yay! Yeah, and a few others. And a few others. You know, they're yeah, we're, the about to, we're about to 17, I think, now. Really? Yeah. Well, it's 14, 15, but, you know, they're clicking over. The last few are going to just... You just watch the next few days. <laughs> You're just going to drop like flies, aren't they? Oh, they are. Dominoes. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, gosh. All right. Send us a text on 0427-JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. The wonderful Ali Hogg joining us shortly. And welcome back to Leilink here with Vasha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427-JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. Yes, and we're joined in the studio with Ellie Hogg. Hello, Ellie. Hi, how are you going? Hi. We're, we're good. <laughs> Sorry. There's a bit of a pause there. There was a bit of a pause. I know. Doing? I don't know. Yeah? I don't you're know. Good. Ali, why are you here? Well, I'm here to let you all know about the next rally for marriage equality. Equal Love is organising it. And Yay, Equal it's Love. And on May the 11th, which is a, not this coming Saturday, but the one after. Yes, and it's at the State Library of Victoria? Yep, that's right. What time does it start? It kicks off at one o'clock and we usually have speeches that go for around half an hour and then we march off and we march to the state parliament and but in between we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to be painting a DIY rainbow in the middle of Burke Street so that should be fun. Yay! Yay! People should know the significance of that. Of course yes (laughs) yes yes we we love all the the pop-up rainbows that are happening. Yeah, it's been very exciting. I've participated in several around Melbourne. Oh, exciting. See, I wanted to do one. If, if you do need to buy some chalk to do a DIY rainbow, Lincraft and the Reject Shop, very cheap chalk. Sam's Warehouse <laughs> is bucket. pretty good too. Sam's Warehouse. <laughs> not that we're doing a promotion for any of these businesses. <laughs> no, well, we're not. But, you know, it's important. People sharing the love. And let, let's talk some more about Equal Love. Yeah, what do they do? Yeah, Tell well, us a little bit about your organisation. We've been since 2004 since John Howard changed the Marriage Act. Boo. And obviously the Labor government have continued on the tradition of discrimination and haven't changed it. Whilst they've changed their formal position to say they support marriage equality, they obviously haven't done anything to change the legislation. So our main role has been organising like thousands of people to come out on the streets and protest that and hopefully... They will no longer ignore us, but they're not doing a very good job at that. So, <laughs> What kind of work goes into creating these rallies? How often do they happen now? Well, traditionally we have them on the anniversary every year, but over the last probably five years, we've had in between three and four per year. So we've already had one this year and we're likely to hold at least one more rally after this one before the federal election and we might even hold a few more stunts as well so so a minimum of three I'd say per year so it takes quite a bit to 
put it's quite a lot of effort to organise the rallies. You need to organise different speakers. We try to organise celebrities, or at least one celebrity, just to kind of keep people excited and enthused. <laughs> this is my actually the first time I've been allowed to announce it. So we're actually having Adam Hills is going to be speaking at this rally, which is really exciting. Mm. He's known to be a big supporter of marriage equality, having held the first same-sex wedding or mass wedding on his show so that's pretty yeah that was pretty interesting it's pretty exciting to have him and yeah so we're good at, it goes from organizing speakers to organizing pa systems to performers and to letting the state library and the police and all of these people know it's yeah it's a bit of effort but it's well worth it when you see the thousands of people come out on the streets particularly young people that are just so enthused and fed up with the homophobia and discrimination they receive so it's well worth it because what i've noticed is in the last few years that in the rallies the audience is getting a lot younger yeah definitely I've really noticed that I've been coming to the going to the rally since 2004 and particularly probably over the last five years I think that they're increasingly like we're seeing more and more high school students come out and I think that it really reflects the discrimination they face in schools and also marriage equality is just becoming such a no-brainer for people and young people just cannot understand how how our government can be so far in the dark ages on this issue so I think that it both reflects their opinions on it but also reflects like the the flow down of this discriminatory law and with the homophobia they face in their day-to-day lives at school. Well, yeah, because 80% roughly of Gen Y support marriage equality. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, and it's like for them, it's like a no-brainer. Yeah. Yet the oldies, hmm. <laughs> Don't even start. They're getting better. They're getting better. They are getting better. Yeah. That's very true. Oh, they are. But we need to, like, continue doing this just to get them things. So why is marriage equality so important to you? Well, I think as long as there's a law that says that one section of society can get married and another can't, it's going to continue to send a message to people that it's okay to be homophobic or it's okay to feel lesser or different than your, say, heterosexual siblings. So I think... brothers and sisters or family members or whatever mm. so I think that I think that it's disgusting that there's a discriminatory law like this still in place that affects so many people so I think that it's something that's well worth fighting no it is because it's like we're the largest group that is being discriminated against if there was any other group in society this large being discriminated against it would have been dealt with years ago and yet they're still upholding this I just I, I don't get it <laughs> that's right like if it was people are still shocked that there was ever bans on interracial marriage and I think that at some point in the future people are going to look back on this in a similar kind of light let's hope so let's hope so we can, while we're all married we can look back and laugh at this and go oh my god remember back in the you know, 2013 okay I'm going to ask the, the question about a referendum because you guys came out with a statement on your website about supporting a referendum. Yeah. Can you explain to our listeners about why you support the referendum, or, you know, you and your organisation support yep. the referendum? Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, I think a revolution... Um, a revolution. <laughs> a referendum. Revolution. I, do, I do think a revolution would be all right. Too. <laughs> I think a referendum would be actually a good thing. I think that considering both the Labor Party and the Liberal Party both aren't budging on this issue, they aren't, They don't look like they're going to move marriage equality anytime soon. And we've got an election coming up and neither of them are using it as a way to try to to try to let using as it a way to let people know that they're going to support it tony abbott might have like made out as though he's a bit less homophobic than usual but there's been nothing definite in them showing that they're going to change the issue so i think that 
why not throw it to the majority of people? We're, I think that we're pretty confident the majority of people are on our side. The majority of people have... Opinion polls have changed to show that majority of people do support marriage equality. And I think that if we had a referendum, we could have a serious campaign for a yes vote where... We could continue to mobilise thousands and thousands of people on the streets and I think that it would give people something serious to fight for and I think that it can be a fight that we can win. So I personally think a referendum would be an exciting thing and I don't have a problem with the majority of people voting on our rights because clearly we've got a minority in government and they're completely rotten and disgusting on this issue. So I think that why not throw it to the majority? Now if we throw it to the people, because my understanding is that they won't change the Marriage Act as such with a, a referendum. It changes, it clarifies the constitutional provision dealing with marriage is that correct or is well, that or yeah, am there's, I going there's to a few different te- te- <laughs> uh, there's a few different things that people are arguing about but but to be honest I'm I actually don't think that they are going to put it to a referendum I think that it's just something that Tony Windsor threw out there and today he's kind of withdrawn withdrawn it but <laughs> it I think like that, a good idea at the but time. I think on the issue of a referendum I think it would be useful I think that it would be pretty hard for the government not to legislate it I think if the majority of Australians took if they've spent so much money to take it to mm. that to that level to give people the idea that they're going to and then to like if the majority of Australians support it then to to not I think that that would piss people off even more and it would give us an, another excuse to <laughs> hit the streets but see that's a good argument now to get a referendum up before the election do we have enough time you know because they've still got to legislate the questions and things like that and they've still got to prepare what they want to do do you think we have enough time well, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> but what we would have enough time if they like if it doesn't look like it's something serious that they're that they're discussing. But if they if it was something seriously that it, seriously that they discussed and put through, say in the next month, I think that there's still several there's still several months that we have to mobilise and call for a yes vote. And I think that we're pretty successful at mobilising people. So I think that it's something that we could win. And I think that we're a lot better at mobilising people than. The the Australian Christian lobby so who actually support a referendum as well yeah they support it because they think that they have the money and resources to organize a no vote which they do have a lot of money on their side but we've got a lot more forces on our side in support of marriage equality and what about that I mean the campaign that it would take to the campaign for that would be enormous I mean what, what kind of cost are you looking at there can you actually fund something like that well, we fund our demonstrations on very little money. <laughs> I think that we're very lucky that this is such a popular issue. We can see even right-wing shock jocks like Neil Mitchell support this issue. So mm. it would become an issue that's constantly on talkback radio where the majority of people support it. When the people that are usually leading the charge on conservative issues, many of them have moved their position to now support marriage equality. So a lot of these things will work for themselves. But in terms of organising demonstrations, I think that we, I don't think that we, it would be that hard to raise money to continue to have demonstrations where we're able to mobilise people for a yes vote. It's certainly something that if there was a referendum, it would be something that's newsworthy. So it it wouldn't be hard to get media. None of that costs money. Yeah. So... I think that it could be something that could be really exciting for Australia and it could be, it looks like it could be potentially our only chance at winning in yes, the near future. Unfortunately. 
How would you guys deal with, you know, because a lot of people, you know, when I'm looking online and reading stuff, they're, they're propagating that some of these extremist groups are going to use this to create a fear and hate campaign against our community. How can we combat that? Because, you know, it's going to not only affect us, it's going to affect the younger gay kids who grow up watching this and seeing this and seeing that they're not that loved and, you know, and it's, it's mm. how can we combat this? I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> you know what I mean. the best way to come... I think with any issue like this, the, when the issue ends up becoming polarised before you get anywhere, you can see it's quite polarised at the moment with France. Now they brought through marriage equality without a mass campaign, but now they're having to campaign for, for equal rights and for LGBTI rights because the right have started to mobilise and yeah, people can have seen homophobic attacks there. So I think that it's something that we are going to have to face and it is a serious issue, but I think that the best best way to tackle it is how we have been and that's been mobilizing people to actually try to win this campaign because I don't think that we're going to see an end to discrimination unless we see an end to these laws and so we need to look first and foremost at changing what's actually causing this homophobia and discrimination that we see on a day-to-day basis so unfortunately the right and homophobia exists and we need to tackle it head-on wherever we can. How can we convince the Liberals to allow a conscience vote? I can't answer that. People have been trying for ages. <laughs> you know, finally, if you have an answer, if you know, please send us a text. 0427JOY949. Because we'd really like to know. All right. Well, look, we're going to come back to you, Ali, very, very shortly. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. We do invite your feedback, as always. And you're with Vash and Tian and the wonderful Ali Hogg on Joy 94.9. Yeah, welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. We have been joined in the studio this evening by the amazing Ali Hogg and it's prompted a few messages. It has. So we've got a message from, hold on, let me just check because she's got it over too. Kim. Kim says she applauds the efforts of Ali, but let's get equality in the workplace first. No point getting married Saturday, then sacked on Monday by my Catholic employer. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> and uh, Sarah from Noble Park says, Hi, girls. Great to hear you. She loves the show. Keep up. Good, good, good. I like so, the positive yeah. ones. Go with the positivity. Oh, look, she's, look I, think, I think Kim's got a, a, valid, a valid argument. You know, you know, there's nothing worse than being afraid of being outed in the workplace and then causing you to lose your job. Very I think, true. Yeah, I think it's. I, I think that she does does have a good point, but I think that we can fight for both at the same time. I think that well, I know that the Victorian Gay, Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby have done a, a lot of good things in trying to fight the Discrimination Act, and I think that it's an absolute outrage that the Discrimination Act does have that exemption that lets religious organisations continue to discriminate on the basis of people's gender or sexuality. So I think that. It's certainly something to get on board and get involved in that campaign as well. I don't know. I'm just of the opinion that I think that if we get marriage equality, it'll start rolling that ball, that we'll, it'll flow into the workplace and to other places that people will start to see that, oh, yeah, gay people have just as many rights as everyone else. And soon it will be no, no you know, not instantly, but soon it'll be no longer an issue and people will go... You know what I mean? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I think yeah it'll certainly just... after a while, I think that it would start to normalise things. But in terms of changing the legislation or changing the discrimination act i think that that's going to be something that they it just won't be automatic it's going to be have to be something that's fought for and but i think that certainly like the more that discrimination well the more that the the luck the more the 
What, what am I talking about? The, <laughs> if we do change the law, I think that it would eventually f- flow on to people's ideas breaking down, like the homophobic and discriminatory ideas. I think that I do think that it would start to normalise things, and people would just see us as ordinary people. Whether or not we want to get married, it's going to be things that they're going to have to talk about in schools. Where at the moment, like it's pretty hush hush. It's pretty ridiculous that we're in 2013 and. We, in sex education, it's barely, like, same-sex stuff is barely spoken about, let alone intersex or trans issues. So I think that there's certainly... We've still got a lot, a long way to go, and I think... But I do think that if we see equality, I think some of those things will flow through. I mean, it, it is definitely changing. The first time you talk about sex education at school and how it's just not really even touched on as mm. a subject and that's very true and I remember when I was going through my education it wasn't until I was 15 that I even knew what a gay person was that I even knew that gay people existed 15 that's incredible 15 yeah. all right now albeit I I wasn't sheltered I wasn't raised in a religious home by any means I was open, I had a very open upbringing. Everything was fine and sort of dandy and things were okay. But I did not actually learn what gay meant or even meet a gay person until I was 15. And I just so happened to make friends with a a girl in math class one day that said, I think you'll get along really well with my friends. And I went, okay. So I didn't have any friends. um, (laughs) It was a new school. Okay, Okay, new school. New school. And and I and I met her friends, and she said, "Oh no, those two girls are together." And I went, "What you mean, like in class?" (laughs) And she was like, "No, no, like together, like they're they're gay." And I was like, "What's gay?" Like, I didn't really understand yeah. the concept mm. as yet. And I think that's why it took me such a very, very long time to come out. Now, look at me. Yeah. I know. Um, no, you can't stop you. <laughs> but, you know, you're saying that the, the gay and lesbian Christian, uh, Christian lobby, the gay and lesbian lobby, and, you know, all the work that they're doing towards getting that out there, which is really fantastic because what we, we don't want is we don't want younger people at this point in time thinking that it's wrong. It's no, not. they don't want to feel like second class citizens. We yeah, want them right. to feel that they're important, that, their, their opinions are valued and that they are valued by the greater society and I think that's what they're feeling not and that's why you've got campaigns like It Gets Better and, you know, they're great campaigns and hopefully we won't need campaigns like this because the fact is that it'll just be second nature. People won't even ask. It won't even be a question and you won't get that, that look, you know, when you think of these kind of issues. That's what I'm, I'm hoping for and I, and I just can't believe at this time and date that we still do not have that. And, I mean, I, I said during the break that I don't think that that's going to happen automatically. That's not going to happen straight away. It's not going to be a situation where, yes, we get marriage equality, which is going to happen, by the way, but, you know, it's not going to be a situation where discrimination just completely ends and and goes away but I'm guessing that what Ali here is hoping for and what we're all hoping for is that it is going to come very very slowly to be normal. And I don't only think that the process starts once we win equality. I think it's already started. I think if you look at opinion polls from when we first started campaigning in 2004 until now, just the fact that people have been getting out on the streets, it's become a question that people have had to have a decision on what they think about it. And... I think the fact that people have seen a lot more like LGBTI people or at least gay and lesbian people on the television... And I think that I think that people's opinions are already starting to change. So I think through this whole process, we've seen the 
like uh, the opinion polls changed quite massively where now the majority of Australians support marriage equality but as well I think that it's become an issue that people have had to like take on as like it, I don't think you can get away with not having a position on this issue and I think that it's really made people think about what is the big issue like is we are just like ordinary people and we deserve equal rights. Now how can people get in touch with your organisation? What's the website? The website's equallove.info and they can yeah they can contact us through that find out more info about the rallies or they can also look us up on Facebook we often do several updates on Facebook soon we'll be putting on our website all the different speakers that people can come and speak mm-hmm. so yeah yep. so we encourage people to come to the rally on May the 11th and if you, we will be providing chalk but if you want to bring your own you're more than welcome it's going to be very bring participatory chalk. I know that's something I didn't see I didn't think of that yeah. now I know I have to bring chalk so I'm going to go into a craft store and buy some chalk now just one last question how can we engage the the broader Australian population to come and and show us support and show that they care because we really need numbers at these rallies don't we yep we certainly do well one of the things we put posters up everywhere and we do encourage we try to encourage as many non-LGBTI people to come as well as LGBTI people to come to the rallies as we possibly can so we like to encourage people to bring their friends and families and workmates if they're out and school friends and this is usually a lot of people actually actually do do this and you often see people bring their parents and siblings and and a lot of like you can see it on a lot of people's placards saying I'm here to support my gay mum or I'm here to support my gay son or you know Mm. things like that and it's quite it's quite heartening and I think that's exactly what we need we think we need to come out and fight ourselves but we also need the support of the people around us to to help build those numbers so we can eventually win this campaign. And is there going to be a prize again for the best best placard? Yes, there certainly will be a prize for the best placard. We don't so know think what it people, is yet. think people, <laughs> write something clever. I love those really clever things. I sit there and go, why didn't I think of that? Mm, I think that too. <laughs> All right, thank you, Ellie. Now, just one last thing. When is the rally? May 11th at 1 o'clock at the Victorian State Library. So everyone should be there. So thank you for sharing about equal love and everything and no marriage worries. equality. Thanks we appreciate that. Me. Thanks. All right, well, look, you are with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link on Joy. We'll be back very shortly. And welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. We are the gayest station in the nation. Did you know that? We are, and you got it correct. I actually said it correctly. Yay! Head to joy.org.au right now. Find the Laylink tab on the right-hand side and link up with us on Facebook. I think we have a Twitter, but I can't remember what it is and I never update it, so that's all right too. You can send us a text right now if you'd like, 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au or contact us out of Laylink hours at laylink at live.com.au because we like to know what matters to our community. Yes, if you have an interest or you want us to talk about something or you think that you've got something interesting to share with the community let us know because you could be one of our guests it's so true yes Ah. see anyway anyway so we've been talking to ali hogg from equal love and she's been telling us all about the upcoming marriage equality rally which is on the 11th of the 5th at 1pm at the State Why Library of Victoria. Why you just say 11th of May? I don't know. I was going to say May and then it just didn't come out, so I had to say 5th. You're uh, funny. <laughs> I know. So make sure you're there. Make sure you bring everybody that you know. And to chalk. 
And chalk. And bring some chalk because we're going to be doing a giant DIY equal love rainbow. I think that's great. I can't wait. I can't wait. I think I haven't used chalk in like decades. That'll be so much fun. (laughs) And, you know, in big public place, lots of people, marriage equality rally. It's all these good things coming together. All right, so it's nearly the end of our show, but we're going to talk about, you know, comparing life in your early 20s versus your late 20s because I would like you to to realise what's awaiting you in the next few years. (laughs) It's going to be a really quick comparison because we only have like three minutes. That's all right. (laughs) Go on then. Thrill me. Thrill me, darling. Trying to lose, you know, five kilos in your early 20s, no problem in your late 20s. Bye-bye metabolism. Metabolism? Metabolism. Metabolism. I I couldn't spell out. Metabolism. Yes. It's very true, though, don't you think? Uh, Yeah, okay. Well, I'm not in my late 20s, so I don't know. But I am getting fatter over the years, so I suppose that kind of works. You know, and then, of course, you've... That's... I don't know what to say about that. Uh, In your early 20s, you know, the morning after several drinks, you know, you're all happy and laughing and joking and you just are on top of the world. And in your late 20s, you resemble, you know, the ring. You know how that chick is crawling out of the TV? What? You know the movie The Ring. Why don't you relate this a little bit closer to maybe Lord of the Rings? No, not Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. But Lord of the Rings is a bit more relevant because it's shot in New Zealand and then just past marriage quality. Uh, no, <laughs> the film The Ring, where you watch the video and then after watching the video you die. Right? <laughs> Have you not seen this movie? Anyway, and there's this crazy chick that crawls out of this thing and she's like, yeah, anyway. You have to see it. I have not seen this movie. Okay. okay. Comparison failing. That's fine. Clubbing in your early 20s, party all night. Clubbing in your late 20s, this is boring. I'm already there and I'm mid-20s. See? You know, and then finding someone to gossip with in your early 20s, you know, it's so easy. And in your late 20s, finding someone that cares. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yes, right. Eating in your early 20s, eating anything and everything, junk food or nothing. In your late 20s, you at least try to eat healthy and sensible meals and juice makes you happy. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yes, except for the juice. I, I, I started drinking a lot of water, so, you know. <laughs> Move on. Okay. In your early 20s, you know, when you want to be cool, you'll wear something silly or ironic you know, a crazy hat or something like that, just just for the hell of it. And in your late 20s, you just like to stay home of an evening, take a nap and maybe watch some TV. No? No. Early 20s, after getting dumped, it isn't fair. Sad face, crying, all the rest of it. Late 20s, you're lost, baby. Yeah, I think that's sort of true. Yeah? Don't you? No? I don't know. Maybe. No? I don't know. I'd hope I'd get there one day, but I'm not ever going to get dumped because I'm getting married. Okay. Hanging out with uh, university kids in your early 20s is okay. Hanging out with university kids in your late 20s, probably not such a cool (laughs) idea. (laughs) Hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit sus there. Early 20s, I'm not a successful adult. Late 20s. I'm not a successful adult. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. Oh, here you go. The last one. Drink of choice. Yes. Cocktails and cider. Late 20s drink of choice? Wine. <laughs> no? Yes, and a cup of tea and a blanket and the kitty on your lap. Okay, so that's our, our comparison. So, see, now you know what you got to look forward to. It was riveting. And uh, Dee from Footscray saying that she's uh, loving the, the music and the show. So, thank you, Dee. <laughs> We're oh, glad. sorry, Des. Sorry, Des. Des. 
Gosh, I'm terribly Way to sorry. Butcher that one. I know, Jeez. and it's the smallest name in the world, and a I'm bit still butchering. I'm terribly sorry, Des. Sorry, Des. Bash is just she's having a great night, really. It's nearly the end of the show. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to wrap speed quickly. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, it, it is pretty much the end of the show. It has been a, a lovely show this evening, talking with Ali Hogg from uh, Equal Love and hearing about the upcoming marriage equality rally. Do head to their Facebook page, EqualLove.info. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually chock full of information, which is It good. is. It mm. is. And as always, head to joy.org.au and find our program page and link up with us on Facebook because we love it when you like us. We do. It makes us feel all warm and gooey inside. And I think we're at like 162 likes. And I, I'm one of those people that really likes it when I get approval from others. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> feel free to like the page because then I'll feel loved and it'll make me feel awesome. Okay, all right. Make sure we do that's, that. That's pretty much all I've got. I can only you. like it once. So. Uh, <laughs> next week we'll be back Wednesday, 8 p.m., talking women's gridiron. Mm, looking forward to that one. Indeedy. So we will see you then. Good night. Good night. Hi, I'm Kylie Minogue, also known as Kylie from Camberwell. Hey, it's Richard Reed. Hey, this is Winter Gordon. Hi, Matt Preston from MasterChef. What's up, party people? It's the legendary DJ Spinderella. Hey there, I'm Adam Lambert. Hello, this is Kate Sobrano. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Alexandra Burke. This is Katie Noonan. Hi, this is Francois Agatz. Hello, this is Katie Lang. G'day, I'm Barry Bissell. Hello, this is Tina Arena. Hi, this is Paris Wells. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. Hi, this is Tim Campbell. Hi, this is Sierra. Hi, I'm Vanessa Morosi. Hey, I'm Darren Hayes. Hi, I'm Jade Leonard. Hi, I'm Shaka Khan. Hi, this is Kathy Freeman. Hi. I'm Daniel Kowalski. Hey, this is Jane Lynch, and you're listening to Australia's Gay and Lesbian Radio Station. Hey, everybody, this is Chris Willis. Put your hands up for Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. All night and day long, Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. That was my best radio voice. This Joycast is a free service. Brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.